What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Race Day Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. So today, I just wanted to speak to you about the newest video game that just came out. It is Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, this is basically a reboot of the other games that have come out before this one. Instead of Raiden being the god that we know of, like him, creating the world and being in charge of the Mortal Kombat tournaments for Earthrealm, it's actually Liu Kang. Liu Kang is the one actually in charge this time. And I gotta say, man, the story for this game, I think it was okay. It wasn't as great as MK11, to be honest. Like, I feel like differentiating different villains for the franchise, I think, is better than having the same villains as always. Like, for this game, instead of... Well, I'm actually going to go to spoilers, guys. So, if you have not played this game, I would recommend it to go play it first. Because I'm going to go over the story. But it's okay if you don't care about the story. For me, I, I really kind of don't really care about the story. Just mostly the gameplay. But the main villain for this story for Mortal Kombat 1, it is actually Shang Tsung. Yeah, Shang Tsung again. He's the main villain. For MK9, I remember that Shao Kahn was the main villain. For MK10, it was this other guy. I forgot his name. Uh, Yeah, I really don't know the name of the top of my head. But let me see. I'll just search it up real quick. Shinnok. There you go. That's his name. That was the main villain for MKX. The main villain for MK11 was Kronika. And this one, MK1... It was Shang Tsung. The boss fight for this game, I believe, it was a bit more easier than the other ones. Because I remember playing the difficulty in medium mode. And to be honest, it was too easy. (laughs) I don't know, it was just too easy for Mortal Kombat 1. Because on the other video games for MK9 and MK10, I kind of did struggle with the main character that you play as for to fight the main villain and it was in medium difficulty and for this one it was a breeze there's also a a few differences within the characters as well like probably the biggest one is probably sub-zero and scorpion you guys remember that Scorpion is always like the guy that always wants to pick a fight and Sub-Zero is usually the one that is very reserved and he wants to talk first before actually fighting somebody. They actually switched roles this time and Sub-Zero actually became a villain on this video game. I was kind of surprised because it's usually... (laughs) It would have been Scorpion that turned as a villain instead of Sub-Zero. That's probably like the main difference. And also because it's a different universe. 
Raiden is a younger person and he is not the actual god of the earth realm i guess he's basically the chosen one in this video game just like how luke kane was in the original video games luke kane is now the god and raiden on this video game is the chosen one and as for johnny cage his character is kind of the same but the difference is he doesn't have Sonya Blade this time. He actually has a, a girlfriend. But I don't think we didn't really get to see her ever again. But her name was Chris, basically. And so, Kenshi is a new character that was introduced. But he was already in MKX. But he had a story. Like, he had some dialogue. And he was one of the main characters in this storyline for Mortal Kombat 1. He is friends with Johnny Cage on this one. And we actually got to see how he got his eyes gouged out by Melina. <laughs> yeah. Melina was the one who did all. She was the one who gouged out Kenshi's eyes in this a universe that Liu Kang created. And also Sindel. Sindel is actually a nice a uh, person that is the charge of the outer realm. She's essentially a, a nice goddess. Like she's not evil, like how she was in the MK11 video game. Like instead of joining Shao Kahn, she's actually the one in control of Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn is actually just a person that helps her in the beginning but then he betrays the whole kingdom and joins Quan Chi Ermac and also Shang Tsung and that didn't really surprise me because <laughs> Shao Kahn will always be a bad guy I don't never see him as a hero it would have been so strange to see him as a hero <laughs> but yeah and I think that's basically it for the Mortal Kombat uh, main story points. There's also new newer characters that came out, like Rico, uh, Lee May, uh, Ashrath. I think that's her name. There's a lot more. It's like Ch Tanya, Baraka actually stayed. I'm surprised. But anyways, the main difference between this video game and Mortal Kombat 11 is the cameo fighters. That's basically the main difference between those two games, MK11 and Mortal Kombat 1. And I kind of don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I thought I was, but to be honest, I feel like it's better off if you play as one main character instead of having an assist character with you at all times like they chose different characters from the original series like Sonya Blade is just a cameo fighter she is not a, a fighter they can just choose and, and fight with she's just a cameo fighter which does suck man because I don't see Mortal Kombat without having these three main characters as playable fighters i don't see luke kane johnny cage and sonya blade 
without Mortal Kombat. And let's not forget about Sub-Zero and Scorpion. These five are basically the main guys, the main people for this whole franchise. Jax could be one of them as well. So basically six of them. If you don't get these characters, then there's no such thing as Mortal Kombat. But we actually just got Sonya Blade and Jax as cameo fighters. I really don't know if that was a smart idea, but... Damn, it was kind of a letdown because that relationship that Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade have, they just play well together. Like, if you guys have ever seen the Mortal Kombat movies, the very first one, Johnny Cage just liked Sonya, and Sonya just didn't like Johnny Cage. And by the ending of the movie, they just got along. And also on the second movie... It just sucks that they just killed off Johnny Cage just like that in the beginning. But that chemistry, they actually put in for MKX because now they had a daughter, Cassie. That's her name, Cassie Cage. And also that relationship continued on until MK11. I believe that Sonya Blade actually did die in that one. I kind of forgot. It's been a while since... I played MK11. But yeah, man, it was a fun game to play. Like I said, the cameo fighters for MK1, to be honest, I did not like it. I just prefer playing a single character at all times. It just ruins it. And also the Storma for this video game, it was okay, but it wasn't like very surprising i wonder how they're gonna continue with this franchise and actually they get the the premium version for this video game so i spent like around 100 dollars to play this game early but i believe it was worth it i still enjoy this video game as a fighting type of game like the fatalities oh they're so brutal dude <laughs> Even the the moveset for each individual character is so good, man. This is why I like Mortal Kombat. It's just the fatality is just what sets it apart from any other fighting game that is out there. Like Street Fighter 6. Tekken is coming out soon with their new game. Soul Calibur as well. Well, I'm not really sure about Soul Calibur, but... So Calibur has been around for a while as well. I'm just saying all kinds of video games that are out there. Mortal Kombat is just so good, man. I just had to spend the the 100 plus dollars on this video game. I actually got the digital version for the PlayStation 5. Man, I liked it. The story was okay, but I was only really looking forward to the actual gameplay itself. Mortal Kombat story is just something that, to me, I really don't really care about it. I just mostly care about the gameplay to see if it's actually good or not. There's this game called MK3. It was way, way back then. I think it was for the PlayStation 1. I remember playing that in one of my friend's house. Damn, it was fun. Super fun, man. 
it had a shitload of characters. It was just so good, man. And now for this one, the base roster is basically like 24 characters. It seemed like there isn't that many. Like if you look at the menu and just look at the fighting roster, it seemed like there isn't that many. But 24 characters, that is a lot. And also they're going to add more characters once they release the newest combat packs that we're actually going to get the Peacemaker, John Cena's character from DC. And also we're going to get Omni-Man as well. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to play as Omni-Man. And also the the guy from The Boys as well, he's going to be there too. It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait to play as those characters. Now switching gears, guys. I want to speak to you about this upcoming fight that is coming up very soon. Well, by the time you're watching this podcast or listening to it, you might already know who won. But it's Grosso versus Shevchenko. This fight is very important because if Shevchenko loses... This is probably her last time that she will ever regain being a champion. She did lose against Grosso. Like, for that fight, I feel like Grosso was actually giving her a good fight. Yeah. But Shevchenko was actually dominating her. Probably, I'll just give one round to Grosso. But on the fourth round... Shevchenko actually got caught with that submission move that Grosso did. And yeah, man, it's kind of hard to predict for who's going to win this fight. I like Valentina Shevchenko, man, but I don't know. Grosso can actually win again or the second fight. I had to say... I'll go for Shevchenko. <laughs> yeah, I just like her fighting style. And yeah, Shevchenko, hopefully she wins this fight. But I won't be surprised if Grosso actually wins again. Because she's actually a pretty good fighter as well. She gave her a, a good first fight. And I'm expecting to this one to be the same as well. It's going to be hopefully a good fight. And yeah, man. Oh, and, and also... I just briefly going to speak to you about Israel Adesanya versus versus Sean Strickland. I was expecting Adesanya to win this fight, but he lost, man. He lost against Sean Strickland. To be honest, I really did not know much about Sean Strickland. I checked out his interviews, and this guy is he has a voice. He is very charismatic, you know. But Adesanya, he seemed like he was doing so well against Pereira. I feel like he would have been unstoppable against Sean Strickland. But Sean Strickland had another thing for him. And Adesanya didn't have anything to go up against him. That Philly show has come to UFC. Another famous person that uses the Philly show was Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Sean Strickland uses it on the UFC 
maybe that fighting style is just that great. It's just super hard to hit somebody just using that style. And that is why probably Israel Adesanya was struggling against him. From the very first round, Israel was struggling. Like, I thought he was going to get knocked out in the very first round. But then he got back up. But he probably wasn't the same anymore in that fight. Because he was already shook. And Sean Strickland already had something up his sleeve. And Izzy didn't have anything to counter that. And that is why Sean Strickland won. And now he is the middleweight champion. It's probably going to be another rematch. But Izzy just lost against Pereira and just won it back. But now there's probably going to be another rematch. This is probably just holding the division even more. Like I feel like maybe Sean Strickland should fight uh, Drakus Duplessis. That's the guy that Israel Adesanya was going to fight next. But Drakus denied his request to fight him. But I feel like that's the best move. And Israel Adesanya, he should fight the winner against Hamza Chimaev or Paulo Costa. Like whoever wins from those two, Adesanya should fight them. I really want to see Hamza Chimaev versus Israel Adesanya. But I don't know when we're going to get that fight. Hamza Chimaev, man, he's a very dangerous dude. He's scary, dude. He's scary in the in the octagon. That's the fight I always wanted to see since I started watching the UFC. But also this fight as well, Paulo Costa versus Hamza Chamayev. Both of them have beef with each other. Let's see who's gonna win that fight. But hopefully, it's an epic fight. And yeah, guys, that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening, guys. I know probably this might have been a very short one. But as always, thank you again for listening and always coming back to this podcast. I really do mean that, guys. I always try to post every single Tuesday this podcast to you so you can listen to it. Make sure to follow this podcast on wherever it is you're listening to it. If you're listening to it on Pandora, Spotify, YouTube, make sure to follow it. And that is it, guys. As always, live to the fullest. Bye.